From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. You know, folks, September is National Pulmonary Fibrosis Awareness Month, and more than 200,000 Americans are living with pulmonary fibrosis. It's a lung disease with no known cure. In this episode, we're going to learn the symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options, and why early diagnosis is so important. My special guest is Dr. Sonia Danoff, MD, PhD, Senior Medical Advisor for the Pulmonary Fibrosis Foundation, PFF, Care Center Network, and PFF Patient Registry. She's Associate Professor in the Division of Pulmonary and Critical Care Medicine and co-director of the Institutional Lung Disease Clinic at John Hopkins University. Boy, what a mouthful. How do you put all of that onto a letterhead, Doc? Tell me. <laughs> well, Mark, I don't think that you need to put all of that onto a letterhead. You just have to do your job. <laughs> Dr. Danoff, according to a recent survey from the PFF, 86% of Americans do not know the symptoms of PF. Can you share those with us, please? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, firstly, thank you so much for having me here today to uh, be a part of Pulmonary Fibrosis Awareness Month. Um, You're right. This is really kind of a shocking statistic. There are, as you said, 200,000 Americans who have pulmonary fibrosis and 50,000 Americans will be diagnosed this year, and yet nine out of 10 people don't know the symptoms. The symptoms are uh, ones which are I would guess a little bit nonspecific. These include shortness of breath with exertion. And that can mean, you know, uh, if you were able to walk up a flight of stairs or two flights of stairs without stopping, maybe you'll notice that when you get up that first flight of stairs, you're really kind of huffing and puffing. And then maybe six months later, you're going to notice that you really can't walk up that flight of stairs. So it's a progressive shortness of breath. It's a dry cough that lasts for weeks or months or even years, um, and that really distinguishes it from things like a more common cold or allergies, Mm. and then just a sense of fatigue, just not having energy to do what you would normally do in a day. And unfortunately, these are fairly nonspecific symptoms, so it often takes a while before a person gets a diagnosis of pulmonary fibrosis. Well, uh, gee, I mean, pulmonary fibrosis, PF, it's a progressive and debilitating form of institutional lung disease that over time uh, leads to scarring of the lungs and currently has no known cure. So knowing the facts about uh, pulmonary fibrosis will help drive understanding of this devastating disease, hopefully raise funds for vital research and lead to better treatments, and ultimately find a cure. Henceforth, each September, folks, as the PFF presents Pulmonary Fibrosis Awareness Month. Ultimately, doctor, to find a cure. Is that correct, doc? Yes, and I was, I was, uh, I think you put it so well. The goal of this is to raise awareness to uh, help patients get to a physician earlier so that they can get uh, the right kinds of treatments, the right kind of evaluation to make the diagnosis, and, and ultimately to find a better, to find a cure for the disease. Right now, there are several FDA-approved medications um, that will slow the progression of pulmonary fibrosis, but unfortunately, there are no medications currently that cure this disease. Well, Dr. Danoff, how does pulmonary fibrosis differ 
from institutional lung disease, uh, cystic fibrosis, as an example, COPD or uh, asthma? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, There are a lot of different diseases that can affect the lung and can damage the lung. The the way you can think about it is that pulmonary fibrosis is a disease that affects the part of the lung that's um, involved in absorbing oxygen. And when it's damaged, the body becomes less effective at pulling oxygen out of the air. That oxygen is needed to burn the fuel in the cells in order for your muscles and your organs and your brain to work well. So just like a motor that doesn't have a good air inflow, it just doesn't function as well. And it differs from the types, the other types of lung disease that you mentioned in the kinds of people who tend to be affected by it. So pulmonary fibrosis typically affects people who are over the age of 60. It often affects people who have had a prior history of smoking, either primary smoking or secondhand smoke. And it also uh, tends to affect people who have family history of pulmonary fibrosis. They might have a parent or a sibling or an aunt or uncle who have had pulmonary fibrosis. Mm. Well, we know that over, uh, what, 200,000 are living with the disease. Who is most at risk? Right. And again, it's the it's the people who are in that age category, the over 60 former smokers, people who have family history. And, you know, as our population ages in the United States, it's going to be an increasing number of people who are at risk of this disease. You know, the more I hear about things, doctor, over, you know, 60, 65, 70, I think they should just round us all up and put us in some sort of cattle pen, fair income. <laughs> uh, we mentioned the symptoms to watch out for. Why is it important to consult your doctor about common symptoms that just don't go away? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, because the symptoms of pulmonary fibrosis are nonspecific and they're sometimes attributed to, well, you know, maybe this is just a normal change of aging. Um, We don't buy that. People should continue to be vital, whether they're 60 or 70 or 80, they should continue to be vital and active. And if you notice symptoms that are changing, or if people around you mention that there are symptoms like a cough that doesn't go away, it's important to bring that to the doctor's attention because sometimes it's a more common thing, maybe an allergy or a cold. But if it's something that persists, it may be an indication of a more significant problem like pulmonary fibrosis. And the only way to diagnose this is to get the right testing done in order to make the diagnosis. So what are the treatment options Uh, today if if you have pulmonary fibrosis? Yeah, well, there's no cure for pulmonary fibrosis. There are a number of FDA-approved medications that can slow the progression of pulmonary fibrosis. And that's part of the reason why identifying it early is important. There is therapy that can improve length of life and decrease the, the, the loss of lung function. And importantly, there are many clinical trials going on. And so in the years to come, we'll have uh, certainly more and maybe even better therapies that will be available for people who are affected by pulmonary fibrosis. Well, this is one of the reasons why September, you know, each year is so critical to you. So what does the Pulmonary Fibrosis Foundation have planned uh, for Awareness Month this year through the end of September, which is pretty close? Yes, absolutely. So um, we use September to really shine a light on pulmonary fibrosis to increase education and awareness. And there are a number of uh, campaigns that are going on. There is a um, 30 facts in 30 days, which is a social media campaign 
that the PFF is uh, doing in order to teach people more about the disease. And importantly, there's also a Portraits of PF with the patients talking about their own experience with the symptoms of pulmonary fibrosis and the diagnostic process. In addition, all across the United States, there are going to be buildings lit up in blue, which is the color of pulmonary fibrosis awareness from the Columbia Center in Seattle, Washington, to the Yonkers City Hall in New York. Mm -hmm. And all of these landmarks are really there to just remind people across the country about this disease. I think if people would like more information about pulmonary fibrosis, that a good place to start is the aboutpf.org website. This really provides some um, very um, accessible information about the signs and symptoms and about how diagnosis is made. Mm. Well, that's pretty, isn't it? Blue. The building's in blue. Now, how else can we help? I mean, you've mentioned the, you know, the site to go to. Folks, have a, have a look at this. Pajamas with a cup of coffee, whatever. www.aboutpf.org. Uh, That's the actual web address. You could read a lot on that, right, Doctor? Yes, absolutely. And it will connect you to a lot of resources that the Pulmonary Fibrosis Foundation has. If people are interested in becoming more uh, involved in pulmonary fibrosis awareness, there are a lot of resources there. And there are many ways to be involved, even if you don't have pulmonary fibrosis. There are virtual pulmonary fibrosis walks going on across the country. And that helps to raise money for research as well as for programs on pulmonary fibrosis. Is the, well, I should say, does the site show the specific cities where the walks are going on that people can yes, join? Yes, it does. Right? Absolutely. It has links so people can find out which cities are um, taking part in the walks. And we would love everybody to be involved, um, really, whether or not they've been affected by pulmonary fibrosis, because this is something that um, it can affect any family, uh, regardless of, of race, religion, background. So we really want this to be something that uh, everybody's aware of. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's, an, it's a nasty disease. Um, last question for you. Uh, not so much out of left field, but with today and this darn pandemic, uh, you, you'd have you'd have more trouble on your hands overall, wouldn't you, with reference to this disease? Well, mm -hmm. that's uh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, for sure, we know that um, in the COVID nineteen um, pandemic, that there's been a lot of concern about people who have lung disease and. You know, certainly having a pre-existing lung disease can make a person um, at risk of having a more severe infection if they have COVID-19. But we're telling our patients um, just what everybody is, is being told, which is be safe, be smart, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay clear of large crowds. And I think that with those cautions, people can really hopefully get through this period safely. But yes, we really want to try to avoid having people with pulmonary fibrosis get COVID-19 uh, because we want to keep all of our patients um, healthy and well for as long as possible. Well, you do a great job. Thanks, doctor, for giving this time today. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work, won't you? Thank you so much, Mark. You're most welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Sonia Danoff, Associate Professor of Medicine in the Division of Pulmonary and Critical Care Medicine and Co-Director of the Institutional Lung Disease Pulmonary Fibrosis Program and Associate Director of the Myosister Center at John Hopkins University of School Medicine. Heard her here on Tucson Business Radio X with The Mark Bishop Show. 